Hello and welcome to Love Mondays Club podcast. I'm your host Helen and I'm here to help you unravel the mysteries of marketing so that you can get more eyes on your business and make more sales. This is the ultimate podcast for online female business owners who are ready to conquer their overwhelm, discover their confidence and unlock the secrets to marketing success. Whether you're just starting out or already running a thriving business, Love Mondays Club is your compass to navigate this ever-changing digital world. Each episode, I'll bring you valuable insights, expert interviews, and practical strategies to help you stand out in a crowded online marketplace. It's time for you to dream big and succeed. I want your Mondays to be overflowing with inspiration, excitement, and setting the stage for you achieving your dreams. So if you're ready, cozy up in your favorite spot and get ready to unlock your business potential. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode and also welcome to September as well. So this is my first episode going out in September and I don't know about you, but I'm very happy it's September. I love this time of year. I love that sort of back to school feeling like I've already got the fluffy socks are out. I made a roast vegetable soup the other day. I even, dare I say this, googled something for a Christmas present for someone the other day. (laughs) So I am truly going into hibernating autumn mode and getting cozy and I'm here for it. I love this time of year. Um, Also as well, another reason I love this time of year is because businesses come alive in September. Like you've probably, you know, if you're listening to this at the beginning of September, you've probably already noticed in your newsfeed that it's like everyone's waking up from their summer slumber and just social media is becoming a lot more active with, you know, people talking about what they're offering, what they're doing, their new services. And I love this kind of energy because I think it's it's really inspiring and it can really kind of get your brain going and thinking about, okay, well, what am I doing in my business? You know, like what am I, what services am I selling? Like, how am I going to be working with people for, for this next year? That's kind of the theme that I wanted to talk about in today's episode and talk about this idea of growing and expanding your business and your services. Now, the theme of the episode is all about going beyond one-to-one and essentially thinking about starting kind of group programs or memberships. And the reason why I'm really passionate about this, I talk a lot about this with my own members as well. You know, we talk a lot about marketing, but what kind of sits behind the marketing is, you know, what they're selling, why why they need to be marketing so much more. And normally the need for this kind of increase in marketing is because they're running bigger programs. I had a call with a lady recently and we were talking about how, you know, with one-to-one, the truth is with one-to-one, you can grow a business on a kind of word of mouth referral basis and have like a small footprint on social media. Like that does work. Um, And actually that's exactly how I did it when I first started. But the reality is, if you want things to grow and get bigger, then that's why you need to increase your marketing. But let's just go back one step and talk about this idea of actually what's involved in expanding your services and kind of how it can all work. Now, you might be listening to this and you might at the moment just be operating in a one-to-one sort of model and be curious about, well, you know, how is this going to work for me? Or potentially, if you're listening to this and you already have a group program up and running, then maybe this episode might spark some ideas for you of like what you can do even more with your group programs or even more with your memberships um, and kind of go above and beyond and, and keep expanding and 
and growing these different things. So again, I'm going to rewind a little bit. So when I first started my business, it was an education business. It was all very much one-to-one, face-to-face. And I'll be honest, it was exhausting. Like I spent so much time driving around, going to different people's houses. There was only so many hours in the day that I could work with people. And very frustratingly, I hit that sort of ceiling quite quickly where I was like, you know, I'm literally creeping into my weekends here. I'm working late nights. Like there really didn't feel like there was much work-life balance going on. So I decided, you know, my next step for that was that I had like a little office built in my garden. I thought, right, this is going to become my new, you know, services room. And actually it had a big table. So I was starting to think about the idea of maybe doing some little group classes face to face. COVID hits and everything went wrong with the game plan. (laughs) So I was kind of back to square one. Now, for me, this was, you know, for me and like so many of us, this was the time where I had kind of already been dabbling a little bit in online courses. I, you know, even before COVID, I kind of saw their potential and I saw that they were starting to become quite a big thing online. Well, they already were quite a big thing. Um, COVID just sort of really exploded them. So I kind of had a little bit of a head start really before COVID happened. And I'd already started kind of tentatively making some online courses. During COVID, of course, I had all the time in the world. So I really kind of threw myself into it. And this to me massively opened up the door to this possibility of how online models can work and how a kind of group program and membership could work as well. Now to caveat this, like you don't have to have online courses to run group programs and memberships, but I really like it because I think it adds another layer to your services and it can really help you when it comes to thinking about like the different points of contact people have with you. I'll talk about that in a little bit more detail in just a moment. Now, of course, before I started expanding these things, I had all the typical worries that we have so you know first of all is it going to work like it's quite scary to think you're going from like I don't know maybe 20 one-to-one clients to suddenly thinking okay well actually on this new model I could work with 60 80 maybe even 100 people so that in itself could be you know a little bit intimidating and then of course suddenly you start looking at those numbers and you start thinking oh my goodness am I gonna have to do like you know four times five times a hundred times the work that I'm already doing and again that is such a common misconception that you can have because the problem is when we first get started we're thinking about it from a one-to-one perspective like we think about how much attention and time we put into those one-to-one classes and those one-to-one sort of services it's hard to imagine how you could necessarily scale that up to start with of course another worry is that you know we always want to be delivering amazing customer service like we want to see our clients getting great results so Sometimes there's the fear, isn't there, that like when you expand things, are you going to be watering down your services? Like, are people actually going to be seeing the same results? When lots of people come to me and they ask me for help with their business and they, they you know, they want to start online courses and memberships um, and get their marketing going. All of those things I just listed there are all the concerns that they have. I've yet to meet somebody who hasn't kind of at least asked me one of those three questions. The truth is, in my personal experience and for lots of my clients, they found that actually it's worked really well for them. The answer was no to most of those. It did take more work, of course, in the sense of setting it all up. But in terms of delivery time, it actually, for most of us, reduced the amount of time, like contact hours that we had. And if anything, it made our services better. So let me give you some examples of kind of how this has worked for me in my two different businesses just for context so behind the scenes in our education business 
what we did is we sort of went from a one-to-one model and now we run an online membership. And what we love about this is that from a membership point of view, it gives us monthly recurring revenue. So, you know, whether we work sort of four full weeks in November or just two weeks in December, we get paid exactly the same. And that has worked amazingly for us. Also as well, by creating online courses and creating kind of like resources and materials and things like that, It's meant that our clients don't just have to rely on a kind of, you know, once a week session with us. They have this like on demand experience where they can go in, you know, watch any replays, catch up on anything, maybe look at some mini training videos we've done, all sorts of different things like that. They themselves are getting almost like a 24 24 seven service out of us. And that has been hugely beneficial. And nearly every one of our students who signed up to it has really liked it and they've liked that combination between the kind of teaching element and like the live element but also the kind of independent self-led element. I think a big part of this as well is also thinking about like what you really value and and in terms of like the services you offer. So as an example one thing that I found with my education business so we we did a lot of prep for the 11 plus and entrance exams. One thing I didn't like was this feeling with young kids of almost like hot housing them with education you know like piling work on them being there 24 7 helping them do it and obviously of course you know that is our role to teach them and help them but one thing that always used to niggle me a little bit was well hang on a minute we're doing all this intensive stuff some of it you know we as the 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 tutors are doing a lot of heavy lifting but what happens to that kid if they pass and then they go to secondary school you know they get into that grammar school are they going to be able to work independently? Are they going to be happy? Do they actually enjoy learning? Or is this something that I'm having to sit here with them hours and hours to make them do it? So this was a big driver for us when it came to creating all these sort of online resources and things like that. And it became a big selling point for us as well was to say to parents that, look, you know, this is about helping you to become independent and learn independently, as well as having expert support at the same time. So it kind of went hand in hand. So that kind of model has worked so well for us and something that we will certainly long continue another thing we think a lot about is like group sizes isn't it like how big are the groups going to be now again this is something that I recommend to people I'm going to talk you through a bit of a roadmap in a minute of like how you can start these group programs but one of the things I always say is most important is just to experiment with things so I started off with small groups and then I grew and grew and grew maybe maximum we'll take on now is like 10 in a group but this summer we were doing some like intensive mini sort of practice sessions like mock practice sessions and things I think on on one of them I had about 25 students from the club inside a class and it worked absolutely fine because like with all these things you adapt the focus of that service that you're doing that day so that was very much more like a lecture style it was providing information it was you know creating an environment to do like a practice exam and going through the answers it wasn't like a sort of explanation everyone needs to get involved whereas like maybe the weekly sessions are much more like that so they're a smaller group So this is what I mean. It doesn't have to be kind of an all or nothing situation. You can experiment at different times of the year with different group sizes and you'll find your own flow. There is no guidebook or silver bullet to this on like exactly what works and what doesn't work. You know, I know some people who only like to operate on kind of maximum three in a group, but they charge higher for it and it works really well. I know other people who have got 20 people in a group on a regular basis, 20 kids in a group on a regular basis. They charge less 
but they still earn well from it. And again, the, the style of teaching that they have works for that situation. So this is about like you and your uniqueness as well. So similarly with coaching. So when I started coaching and I started doing sort of mentoring and helping people with growing their business and marketing, I went straight for the group model because I knew from education business that it worked. But also I knew that ultimately I was going to be teaching and training and talking about the same things. So therefore what I needed to do was to kind of, again, create those online resources, create like a library for people that they can just dip in and out. So if they're thinking, okay, I want to do, you know, a sales email today. I'm going to go to the library, Helen's library, find the templates, take it all, swipe it, off I go. The whole thing for me was about convenience. One thing that really helped me in terms of developing both my businesses when it came to like group models and memberships was going and joining lots of group programs and memberships myself. Because again, this really helped me over the sort of last 18 months to identify what I liked, what I didn't like. And it's really shaped kind of what I've created now. This goes back to this idea when you're running like a bigger group program is thinking about kind of what is the purpose? What are you trying to do from that session? And then that's also going to really kind of dictate sizes and numbers. So for example, if somebody wants me to go through it with them, give them loads of feedback, be on demand to answer loads of questions, even do some of it for them, that right there is one-to-one VIP. And it should be the same, this is exactly the model you should follow as well. Like if somebody needs and wants lots of support from you on a regular basis, that is like VIP one-to-one because they're taking up a lot of your time, um, which is not a bad thing. You know, it's a good thing. It's great to work really closely with people. But the truth is you can't offer that kind of level of support in a group setting, especially if it's much more unique and bespoke because the whole idea of a group or sort of membership is that you can grow it and expand it and scale it. But if you're still treating people in a group like one-to-one, you're going to be so exhausted and you're probably going to be massively over-delivering based on what you're charging. So you almost need to have a bit of a, like an ascension model in place essentially. So at your top are your VIP people who get all the, you know, all of your attention and love and focus then you've also got your kind of group programs now in these group programs this is where you can kind of play around with numbers and things like that so for me when I run the master classes these are very much training based so what I found in my and this is my personal experience again this might be different for you but I know for myself one thing I don't enjoy is being in a big group and let's say 20 30 people on zoom and going around and every person talking and talk and, and sort of going through updates and things like that. Now, the reason I say this is not because I love hearing people's updates and I love talking to people, <laughs> the total opposite. But what I find is that when I'm when I'm a kind of participant in those situations is that you as the participant only really get four or five minutes of kind of contact time and support. And it's very easy to kind of zone out is the honest truth and maybe not necessarily listen to everything or just not get as much value from it. And I find those sort of big situations, I never enjoyed them as much. So I took this on board and made sure that like within Love Mondays Club, the masterclasses were very much, we get in there, we start doing training, we start learning straight away. So people get value instantly as soon as the session starts. And then at the end, if people want to stick around, chat, ask questions, go through lots of stuff, that's fine. But then the other members who maybe just, you know, wanted the training and then want to run, they've got their value, they want to go, 
they're also very welcome to leave. That kind of model there I found works really well and it's scalable as well because it means that I'm ensuring everybody's getting sort of equal value at the start and then different members have got, you know, different priorities during that time. So then people have the chance to kind of dip in and out as they want to. And then of course as well, when you're running memberships or group programs, you can have community areas where people can sort of ask questions. You have like library of resources. So you can see that like, by going beyond one-to-one and having these bigger programs, there are suddenly so many more elements coming into it. Like not just in terms of the like on-demand resources and support and also like the time with you, but also as well, the group model works great as well because of the interaction between people and building those communities. So there are so many benefits to having a go and trying this inside your business if you haven't already. Let me just talk you through. So I've kind of given you a bit of a behind the scenes there of like my two businesses and how it works. And yeah, a little bit about like what it's like to be a part of these programs. So now what I'm going to do is quickly talk you through a bit of a roadmap of like how you can do this or the things that you can kind of think about if you're trying to like develop your own group program or membership at the moment. So first of all, like it's really good. Again, whether you have one or don't have one, take a step back and be really honest with yourself and think about what's working and what's not working. For example, a huge thing that always comes up is boundaries. You know, in one-to-one, are you kind of crossing your own boundaries where you're creeping in and working hours that you don't want to work? Or if you are running a group program or a membership and you've maybe got individuals who are treating it like a one-to-one service and it's taking loads of your time and actually it's holding you back from kind of growing the community that's also another thing to kind of evaluate and then on the other side of that is also think about what you're really enjoying you know what do you what do you love about your one-to-one like what can you turn up with that inside like a VIP sort of experience and on the flip side in your groups or programs what do you also love there you know for example when you're doing a group call where do you get the most enjoyment where do you see your members getting the most value and really write a kind of checklist of like the good and the things that need to change and then that's going to get you on the start straight away of your roadmap of what you need to do. Then of course the next thing as well is thinking about who is this for. So the truth is, especially if we're going to focus on like groups and memberships here, that's not necessarily right for everyone. But that's fine because you're going to have different people in your audience. There's going to be some people who want that intensive one-to-one love care and support from you so they are kind of almost a separate group we need to think about if we're doing a bigger group program who is it for so is it for people who maybe want to work with you but can't quite afford your vip services is it for people who maybe they want to learn the service that you're offering a membership is something they can dip in and out of or is it maybe that they want just a kind of structured approach to it so like like that's where a group program like a 10-week course or something like that comes into it so again thinking about what your ideal your clients want is going to really help you to shape kind of the model and what it looks like inside your business. Start before you're ready. Don't wait for your ideas to be perfect. A few of my clients at the moment are building memberships and creating this um, sort of community and things like that online. And one thing I noticed all of them doing, and I did this as well, is starting off with this feeling of like, well, I have to have everything ready. Now, the truth is, especially if you're building a membership, the truth is you're going to be adding new content to it maybe every week, maybe every month. So you're not going to be able to create months and years worth of resources, you know, videos and training and things like that in the space of a couple of weeks. It it will totally burn you out and exhaust you. So I always say, 
get like a kind of beta version going, you know, get like a basic version, get a few kind of core elements in there and then start getting people through the doors. But tell those people, tell them that they are the first new founding members, you know, give them a bit of a discount to say sort of thank you for all their feedback and their involvement. And that right there, like that honest and invaluable feedback they give you is going to be amazing for helping you to, to kind of develop what things look like. With me, with my coaching business, so one of my clients has worked with me now for about sort of 13 13 months now I think 13 14 months and we were having one-to-one the other day and we were saying how you know just even in the last year inside Love Mondays Club there have been so many tweaks and changes since she started with me and we were talking about this and reflecting on it and I was saying how you know every change I've made has been the result of the feedback that people inside the community have given me if I say so myself it's got better and better and better and I'm kind of at a point now a year on where I'm so happy with the way it is yes there are things I want to tweak yes of course the perfectionist in me always wants to change things and you know like mix it up and add more but actually the honest truth is it's taken me these sort of 12 months to get to the stage now where I'm like this is the formula this is what works this is what people are seeing results from really quickly and it was those initial people that joined the program that really helped me to kind of shape it and and make it what it is today. So this is what I mean about starting before you're ready and actually really working collaboratively with your members to make it exactly what they want and what they need. So the next 1.4 in terms of like resource creation. So one of the things you need to do is, first of all, time blocking is going to be so important for you here because especially with like more for the membership side but group programs as well there's still often a bit of like quite a bit of resource creation you need to make in the initial stages now the great thing about groups is that especially if you're running say like a 12-week program which is something I did a couple of years ago in my education business once you've created those 12 weeks it's just rinse and repeat rinse and repeat rinse and repeat so the initial hard work takes a bit of time but it it keeps paying dividends as over the years as time goes by again though with maybe more of a membership setting you're going to be introducing new things quite, quite frequently so you need to think about one bit of time blocking like when in the week have you got the time and the availability to make and create these things but also as well test out the material this goes back to the idea of don't create everything all at once create sample resources to begin with and get those initial sort of ideal clients who've joined your program or your membership get them to test it for you and see if it works or it doesn't work this is something I really found, you know, across all my businesses where I'd create something that I thought, you know, this is packed full of value and there's loads of stuff on there. It's great. But in reality, it was actually maybe a bit too overwhelming or there was too much in one place. So whilst I was being keen bean, you know, trying to give everybody everything and the kitchen sink, the feedback was slow down, Helen, break it up, make it a bit more easier for us. <laughs> So that kind of feedback again, totally invaluable, totally shaped and changed the way I grew the group programs and the memberships. So that's another thing to kind of do when you're when you're first getting started. That's kind of the setup in the background and how it all looks. The next thing we need to move on to is marketing. Because like we say, if we're going to be running group programs or or memberships, especially like for example, memberships, reality is there probably isn't a cap on how many people you can take. Your audience is going to really need to grow. Now, one of the main things that's going to help you with this, and I talk about it all the time, and I love it as a marketing tool is email marketing. So the thing is that especially if you're a one woman band at the moment, you're going to really need some good software and automations to help you scale because you can't manually do everything yourself. So email marketing is not just about 
marketing and selling your services. But email marketing is also going to help you to automate lots of processes in the background. So for example, welcoming new people, sending them all the information that they need, checking in with them at different points during their group program or their, you know, their membership, things like that. So definitely spend time, invest in the software, invest in your learning and your understanding, and just look at how technology can make life so much easier for you. Because again, when you're scaling up, things are getting bigger in your business. You don't want to be doing small nitty gritty admin tasks. Like you want to be, you know, you want to be doing the activities that are making you money. You want to be working with your clients and supporting them and getting them results. Like you want to be doing the things you enjoy, not sitting there sending out 40 manual invoices every month. Another one is thinking about attracting new customers. So this is point six. So if you're scaling, you know, you've got to think about being really consistent because word of mouth isn't going to be enough. So you've got to be showing up online. You've got to be thinking about where are my ideal clients? Where are they spending time? How can I get their eyes on my offers? That's basically the main thing. How can you start building awareness of what it is that you're offering? And again, depending on your business, there are lots of different ways that we can do this. Don't feel the pressure to do everything all at once. Just pick one or two things, one or two platforms that you think are going to work really well for you. I'll always say have email marketing and maybe one, two social media platforms to go on top of that as well. And again, as your business grows, your marketing will scale and scale and scale with it. Next one is automating. So I've kind of touched on this a little bit already with the email marketing, but essentially scaling big means that you need to have automations in place. And again, from a marketing perspective, this is where we create things like lead magnets to help us build our email lists. And then our email lists do the heavy lifting for us in the background. So the email lists are kind of drip feeding, lots of value, lots of content, like really helping to nurture a good relationship with the new people that have come into your world. So again, in your day to day, you're not having to do that kind of manually. It's something that can be automated. And then finally, though, because we do still want to have that like human contact time, don't we? But the good thing is that by the time people come to you to either have a discovery call or start, you know, interacting with you on social media, they'll have already seen loads of value from you. They'll have maybe, you know, watched a video that you've done or read a blog that you've written or followed you on social media and seen all the great things you're talking about over there. So by the time they come to you for that discovery call, they already know loads about you. They're pretty much already sold, to be honest with you. So that, again, can a lot of that can be done automatically in the background. Next one is kind of going along with this as well is being visible. One thing I always say to people is, you know, if you really want to grow and scale and you want to do it quickly, you need to have a bit of this kind of all in energy, like put yourself out there, show the world what you offer, like be brave as well and start to become like a sort of known and trusted brand in your industry and what you do. Now, that isn't an easy feat for any of us. It is scary when you first start putting yourself out there and telling everybody about what you do. But like all these things, the more you do it, the more you get used to it, the less scary it feels. This is one of these things why I sort of almost rewind the beginning of this episode. I talked about how I joined group programs and things to help me develop my own ones. This is another reason why, you know, if you're sat here listening to all this thinking, I want to do it all, but I I just feel like something's holding me back. I feel stuck or I feel a bit, you know, like I feel like almost I I don't know what to do. This is why going and getting support is so important for you. Like I also used to feel terrified about being visible online and there are still some platforms I feel a little bit like that around, you know, TikTok, ah, I'll, I'll tackle that beast another day. <laughs> 
but you know it's it's a mindset thing because at the end of the day I can go live on Facebook on Instagram and LinkedIn doesn't bother me can stand on a stage and talk to people but it's it's new it's different and I also am conscious that probably most of my target audience isn't really over there so that's why I've not really invested the time in it yet however when I first got started and I was still a bit scared about you know, getting visible on the platforms that I knew would really have an impact for me. Going and joining these group programs and joining these communities gave me such a confidence booster because first of all, I had people I could talk to, like I could just lean into them and ask them questions. And, you know, sometimes I would in the very early stages say to everybody, look, I'm going to go do this video. It's my first time. Can you just come show me a bit of love and support? And that in itself, just having that community support behind you is so powerful in building your confidence and really encouraging you to go and do things. And then of course, as well, I invested a lot of money in in coaches and people because I also knew that I needed that one-to-one support. Like I needed sometimes just to sit there and like hash out ideas and talk about stuff. And it wasn't just coaching though, it was the mentoring that I needed. Like I needed somebody to teach me and show me how to do things because, you know, we don't wake up in the morning and just suddenly know how to use this technology or these systems or suddenly, you know, become business minded and think of strategies and things like that. Investing in yourself in your business and getting that support if you feel stuck with all this stuff is going to be really, really powerful and impact for you. And of course, this is where I give you a little quick plug to say this is exactly what I offer inside Love Mondays Club. (laughs) But I'll come back to that at the end of the episode. Okay. Okay, so two more things in terms of your roadmap. So staying consistent, another huge one. Another thing that probably I would say the vast majority of us find the most difficult when it comes to marketing and and kind of, you know, showing up in our businesses is staying consistent with this. Now, again, automations, like I talked about previously with email marketing and things, that is going to be a huge thing in helping you stay consistent. Then, of course, there's also, you know, all the tools and features out there of like scheduling and things like that. But what I would say, though, is that while scheduling and everything is really helpful, we still don't want to be posting and ghosting. Like we still want to be present. We still want to be interacting with people because, that is what builds relationships. That is what's going to make you sales. So again, in terms of like the consistency, this is something that you can get support with and also something that I really recommend kind of focusing on and working on because the more consistent you are, the more you'll see results in your business. It is almost as simple as that. (laughs) Okay, and number 10, the last one is this idea of like review, refine, tweak and repeat. Because as you probably heard when I was talking about the development of Love Mondays Club, things have evolved and changed so much over time. And that's because I'm always reviewing. I'm always trying to refine things and make it better. I'm always putting little tweaks in there. And then ultimately, I'm also repeating processes over and over again to see how they work. For me, that is what I love about like the memberships and the group programs is that there's so much kind of scope for like, well, there's so much scope for kind of flexibility and creativity and trying different things. For me, that was almost something that I felt I missed a little bit in one-to-one. Like I felt like I was in quite a, hmm, maybe like not stagnant routine, but it, it felt quite repetitive to me. Whereas what I've loved about memberships and group programs is how much flexibility there is there and all the different things I can try and different people I get to interact with in one go. So I'm a huge fan of this. You know, as I say at the beginning of this episode, it's made such a difference to my business. And I can see with my own clients as well, how much they are loving setting up all this new stuff, learning new stuff, working with so many more people. And ultimately, I think one of the main things is 
removing that feeling of being stuck you know removing that feeling of like well where once you're in that one-to-one model where do I go from here like what's next you almost can't see a path ahead of you of how you could develop it so if you want to know more about growing a membership or a group program and one of the main things as well you want to think about is your marketing sort of half of what we've talked about in this roadmap here is all to do with marketing I am running a free boot camp in September so if you're listening to this before the 18th of September if you head over to lovemondaysclub.co.uk forward slash master or the link is also in the show notes you are very welcome to come and join us for a free boot camp over four or five days we are going to be doing all about marketing master your marketing. So we're going to be talking about like your services and what you're selling. We're going to be talking about kind of getting yourself out there with like your own unique voice. You know, we talked about in this roadmap how attracting new customers and being visible is so important but half the battle is well what do I say like what do I talk about so I'm going to give you some training around that and some ideas. We're also going to talk about how to get people's attention because again it's all very well being consistent and posting every day if what you're posting isn't grabbing people's attention if it's not resonating with people they're going to scroll on by so what we need to do is make sure we grab people's attention get them to read our content and get them to engage in some way and then the last thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about like basically a mini funnel plan so I won't go too technical but essentially we're going to talk about how you're going to attract people how you're going to nurture them and how that's going to lead to a sale. And we're going to create a little bit of a framework and roadmap for you to help you achieve that. And then on the Friday, there's going to be a bonus session, which is all about mindset. Because like all these things, you can have all the tools in the world, but if you don't have the mindset you need to kind of apply yourself to it and to kind of make these steps and progress, business is going to feel sticky and difficult. So I'm going to share some resources and support for you in that session as well. So like I say, this boot camp is totally free and it's also celebrating the doors opening of Love Mondays Club. So the idea is that if you're interested in joining Love Mondays Club, if you want to learn all about group programs and memberships and marketing and how to get yourself out there and how to be more consistent and confident with it all, that's exactly what we do inside Love Mondays Club. That's what I would teach you and mentor you with and give you the support with. So this boot camp is also an opportunity for you to come along and kind of try before you buy. You get to meet some of the members, you get to kind of see the style of like the masterclasses that we do. Um, You'll get to have a bit of a nosy behind the scenes of all the resources that are available. And yeah, this is just a big celebration, as I say, of the doors opening and a chance for you to hopefully come and join us. And also as well, of course, there'll be loads of bonuses, which I'll reveal closer to the time when the doors open. Like I say, if you want to come join us, it's free to sign up. It's free to come along. The link is in the show notes or you head over to lovemondaysclub.co.uk forward slash master. And I look forward to seeing you inside the boot camp in a couple of weeks time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.